Hello and welcome to the McCall Family Podcast. I'm Stephanie and here today I am with my mom. Hello. Hi. <laughs> so it's been a while since you've been on. Um, it's been a few, a few times, yeah. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a little bit. So before we get into it, I want to give my sources. I use my SanAntonio.com, WashingtonPost.com, CBSNews.com, and CrimeWatchDaily. I also looked um, to see if I could find podcasts about this. Yep, nothing. Two. Two? Just two podcasts and an episode. Which podcast? Um, it's like All Crime, No Cattle, and this other one where she's like a psychic. Yeah. But yeah. I didn't listen to that one. No. I listened to the Crime, No Cattle one. I found out about this case on TikTok, actually. TikTok. TikTok. The guy is called Making a True Crime Err. A True Crime Err? True crime er er. So it's true crime. True crimer. A crimer. Er. <laughs> so it's like true crime er er. There's two ERs on Okay. It. Okay. I guess. So he's really good. He does like quick videos about yep. true crime and all that stuff, obviously. So you don't know who we're covering. No. I nope. told Kirsten. Do, you do I know? Is that you no. <laughs> Even, no, she doesn't tell anybody. Um, so, I guarantee you never would have heard of it either. Probably not. Her There's name, so many out there. And you're not on Facebook much. Much. So, I posted on Facebook and Instagram, which you don't have. Yeah, no. And it, it's Zuzu Verk. Okay. Have you ever, never heard no. of it? No. Okay. A girl or a guy? It's a girl. It's a girl. Zuzu. That's her real name. Isuzu? Zuzu. Z-U-Z-U. Okay. She was born April 22nd, But the years are hard. They are. Whatever. 84, 87, 94. 94, 2001. Yes. Well, I know that. Yeah. That's so funny. At dinner, I looked at Kirsten. It was a dinner the other day. I looked at Kirsten. I was like, I could be your boyfriend's dad, mom. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't be her mom, but it could be his mom. <laughs> you, could have been, you could be Kyle's mom. No. I know. Tyler's. I know. But you could be your sister's, too. I, I could be everybody's mom. <laughs> So, Zuzu was born and raised in Keller, Texas. It's like northeast. So it's up, up top? Kind of. It's by Fort Worth and Dallas. Okay. It's like in between them. Yep. Yep. Zuzu was the youngest of three siblings. All her friends would say that she's bubbly, positive, ball of energy. Yep. After high school, Zuzu moved from Keller to Alpine, Texas to go to college at Sol Ross State University. Sol Ross. Sol. S-U-L. Huh. So, Alpine is like across the state and it's a big state seven hours yeah seven hours i mean it's like maine from southern to northern yeah it's a long way um it's on the western side it's like alpine's really small it's like a college town yep kind of like durham i guess it reminded me of during the 2010 census there were less than six thousand full-time residents wow so that is small very a lot like our town yeah but even smaller yeah well no and we have 
six, is it more? Or yeah, we got like 10 or 11 now. Well, when you look at CMP, it says. Oh, 11,000, I think. I thought it was, you are all over the place. Yes. I thought it was 60 something. Maybe I'm wrong. 6,000 something. Maybe. Mom's going to look, everybody. Yeah, my battery holds nice up. Nice sticker. On our phone, she has a sticker that says party. My granddaughter gave it to me, okay? It reminds me of, um, well, you haven't seen, but RuPaul's Drag Race, one of the drag queens from season six would always say, I should like, party. <laughs> <laughs> so, while you're looking at that up. Yep. It's small, lots of wilderness around. While Zuzu was in high school, she was, well, not high school, sorry, college now. Oh, you are right. She, at 2018, 7,500. Oh, okay. So I thought that close. was close. So, uh, she was a good student, kept grades had like straight A's. Yep. She was going after a degree in natural conservation. So she wanted to keep like. She yeah. wanted to keep the prop. She's. Keep. What the they call them? Texas. Tree huggers? No. I, she like. um, So she liked to go hiking like natural resources. Like yep. keep city, you know, keep things natural. Right. Right. See what you, what you can get. Mm-hmm. She liked going hiking. Uh, camping and uh, doing photography. She also worked on a award-winning research project that was tracking endangered pronghorn deer fawns in Brewster County. Okay. So, like, she, like we, like natural beauty and resources of yep. Texas is that. Well, I remember traveling through when we went on our nice cross-country trip when I was a kid. There was fences, and all you can see are the deer. Really? Limping through, yeah. And those probably was one of those. Yeah. I'm sure. Herds of horn, them. Yeah. Pronghorn. You know? Pronghorn. Okay. This has nothing to do with anything. But in uh, India, a dog killed a monkey's baby. Yeah. I'm not sure what kind of monkey. Okay. So the monkeys killed 250 dogs. Oh, my word. They would drag the dogs up to top of buildings and throw them off. <gasps> oh, I heard about this yesterday. Oh. So they killed all the dogs in the town. Oh, my God. Because one of the dogs killed... Killed the baby. The ba- a baby. Ew. That's that scary. They're very smart. Yeah. yeah. So, anyway, sorry, anyway, guys. <laughs> not even to do with to do with. But anywho. So, basically, the gist of it was, like, Zuzu's an all-around great girl. Everyone loved her, and she was working really hard to fulfill her dreams. Seems like that's always the case when you hear a true crime. Nice that- person. They're not going to say anything bad about somebody who dies, anyway. It's what, like, I want, if somebody, if I died, if I got murdered, somebody would be like, well, she was nice, but she was also a real bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but but no, they never would say that, because then they look at, they'd be the first one to, right. to question. <laughs> there you go. But, like, uh, she did, like, everything you hear about her, like, the amount of people that come out later, oh, spoiler, she dies. Yeah, obviously, we're obviously. talking about <laughs> But, no, the amount of, she really was like a, a, nice a good girl yep. yeah yeah so she actually got admitted to te- texas a&m university and she's going to go the following semester to finish her degree so she went she got into a university yep which shows she's a smart girl so so she going so no she was at a university the state yeah but texas a and is a really good school yep so she thinks she was going further with, the degree. with her education yes yep. so that was until august October 12th, 2016, when she didn't show up for her midterm exam or her shift at work. So her mom, Lori, had been trying to reach her since she had missed a call from Zuzu during the day on Tuesday, but every time she tried to call
call her back, it goes straight to voicemail. It was midterm at school for Zuzu, so not trying to be able to reach her for one day made sense. Wasn't, yeah, but it must have broken her heart. Or like she could, yeah. Yeah, she called and did, call. yes. Right. Yes. So I obviously didn't go to a real college, and neither did you. But no, a real college? I went to, um, Hester. Yeah, well, I meant, like, midterms, apparently, oh. like, college, mm. like, full-time college students, yeah. midterms are very serious. Yes. Like, they study, 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 you can't yes. hold them. So Especially she, in the university. And she was a straight-A student, so that would make sense why yep. she, you know. She yeah, she goes she goes through a routine, and they know it. She could, you know, her mom thought she's busy studying, didn't want to disturb her, so. By Thursday, though, her mom was, like, super worried. She was reached out to somebody in Alpine. That so we're talking a day later? She she missed a call from her Tuesday, tried calling her Wednesday, and yeah. by Thursday she was like, no, I need to call. And I, I need to talk to her. Yeah, I need to call Zuzu's boyfriend, Robert Fabian, yep. who was 25 years old at the time. I saw one thing that said he's 22, but I'm pretty sure he's 25. Lori called Robert and asked if he'd seen Zuzu. He said he hadn't seen her since she left his apartment around 3 a.m. on October 12th. Do, do, yeah, right. He said he hadn't seen her and um, that he would go check. He's going to be the first one they talk to. Well, especially since he told her that they got into an argument. Of course. There's always an argument. Right. Very few of them will be deemed innocent. Right. Well, at first he was. Until. Until. So he went and checked um, on her house. She wasn't there. Her car was out front. And her dog was in the backyard with the leash still attached to the collar, which was not like her to do that. To, no. No. So she came home, went to take the dog for a walk. Yes. If that's what you think happened. Okay. <laughs> Hello. Yes. Um, so, Susu's father, Glenn, decided enough was enough, got in the car and started on the seven-hour drive to Alpine from Keller. Um, by now it was Friday the 14th and they reported her missing to the authorities. The police did a welfare check at Suzu's house and they found, like I said, her car right. was in front of it. Now they is the boyfriend still there, I'm assuming? No. No. Um, he, sorry, the police found her car keys. They, they did not find her car, sorry. Most of her stuff was in the car, but her phone, car keys, ID, and credit card were missing. Okay. And her other form of transportation, which was a bicycle, was still now. So she didn't go anywhere. Go anywhere. Um, so they think. This all points to her being taken and not leaving her on her own. So the local authorities started searching. Yep. So what do you think so far? She's so, uh, a why she's dead? No. What do you think's happened? Say you, I didn't tell you she died. Okay. <laughs> what do you think's going on? Uh, I think she's missing. You think so? Yeah. The way it's, I mean, it's out of character. Yeah. So you She probably so, loves maybe. her dog, and you, you don't see me doing that. No. So abduction. I would think adopt, uh, either that or brought her in the house, and did they check the house yet? Yeah, they searched the house. They nothing. Did, nothing. 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 Somebody took her. Yeah. They checked the trunk, I'm assuming. Oh, yeah. Of course. I think she had an SUV. All right. So I could see in. Point anyways, yeah. Car, car no longer matters. <laughs> well, no, but so you um, asked me. <laughs> well, I know that. No, I'm saying like like her car. Like I think it it wouldn't. They'd have yeah. Her in there. 
Yeah, right? of course. That so, would be the first place they look anyways. Right. October 16th was the first volunteer search for Zuzu. So at this point, the police had been searching because she was yep. considered missing and endangered. Just even going out and asking is probably their searching. Like doing like door to door. Not the physical, the, yeah. Well, they were. They yeah. were going and checking around. Talking like grid shirt. Yeah. Grid, yeah. So um, the community rallied around the family. Along with the community, volunteers, local law enforcement aided the search on Sunday. By now, the, her whole family, her siblings, and her parents were all in Alpine to help search yep. and talk to police. So they already came the eight-hour drive or whatever. Mm-hmm. Her dad got there first. The rest of them came after. Yeah. While all the searches are going on, authorities are looking into this disappearance and speaking to all Zuzu's friends, and all of them to say uh, Robert was the last one to see her. The boyfriend? Yes. Left at 3 o'clock in the morning from his house? Well, that's what he said. Okay. Right? Have they checked his house? They, um... Are on their way. They would. I think they have to talk to him get his permission. Yep. So they all say they had dinner plans at his apartment. Robert was helping the police on Friday and Saturday, talking to them, doing the searches with them, and keeping Lori up to date with all the going-ons until the family was able to get there. They thought. By Sunday? Well, they thought he was doing all that. Ooh. So, um... Nothing was being done? After, like, why wouldn't he be searching, right? You would think. Why wouldn't he be helping and forthcoming with the authorities? Because he knows where she is. Well, like I said, they thought he was helping until Sunday. Like you yep. said, Lori got a call from Liz Rogers. A Liz? friend a friend of Zuzu's? No. Liz is an attorney for Robert Fabian. Oh, my gosh. So now he's got an attorney already. Two days. Since she was reported missing, he gets a thing. She called... Lori, which is Zuzu's mom, mm-hmm. to know that she had a fa- a message from Robert for them. And what that might be. He's very distraught, and that was it. She said, Robert's very distraught over this, and basically the phone call ended. What that f- is weird. Right? And why would a lawyer even do that? It's her. He pays her to do oh, it. True. It's weird. True. But, like, she wanted to reach out to the family and let Although Robert's not searching with you, he's very distraught. So he's not, he's not searching for anybody. No. No. But the police are at least searching because the friends. Yeah, oh yeah. Everybody, and the mother. Everybody's rather. searching but Robert. This is three days later. So, well, yeah. now it's further, but. Well, well Friday. No, Sunday. So Sunday. So she, it's a few days she's after. She's been missing since Tuesday, Tuesday night. But the mother was act, uh, proactive by Thursday. Yep. And, then, and she was reported missing on Friday. Yeah. And then, so two days. Two days. Two days. So we're going to take a quick break, and we will be right back. And we're back. Hello. So before our break, we talked about how out of seemingly nowhere, Robert got an attorney. Why? And that attorney called up Lori Burke, Susie's mom, and said he was very distraught and hung up the phone. So that is just, like, weird, wacky. Right? Yep. Strange. That just says, uh, it's me. Right? Guilty conscience. So, at this point, like I said, the Burke family was under the impression that Robert was helping, going on searches and everything with the police. Yeah, yeah. They never once thought he was anything more than helpful until then. Until they found out, like, 
He did. This is where they started. So nobody even was even thinking it was him. No. Or thinking that he had anything to do with it. Mm-hmm. So he got himself he the did. better So he <laughs> of had himself. been interviewed twice by the police and the Texas Rangers. And they felt nothing at all? Well, at they had at one point. interview. Yep. And then by the at the end of the second interview, he asked for a lawyer. And that's when he stopped talking to police and the Burke family and stopped helping at Everybody. All. So, actually, it was... So, I wonder where he is. I well, wonder he's, where he's right. she is. No, she is. <laughs> so, as I was researching this, I actually talked to Nathan about this. Yeah. I go, if I ever go missing, do two things. One, you, you do get a lawyer. Yeah. I want you to get a lawyer because... <laughs> 100%, even if you're innocent or guilty, the lawyer knows better than you. Oh, yeah, it knows, exactly. It knows the legal the law. system, and my husband is my husband. So, but oh I God, said... that's that's just like the first... You need to back up. Yeah. Get a lawyer. And yeah, I said, but two, not though, until they ask you, start asking them. Oh, no, okay, have a lawyer right away. <laughs> but help with the searches. Get a lawyer, mm-hmm. but don't stop searching for me. I want your ass to be out there with a flashlight <laughs> at 2 a.m. looking for me. <laughs> Like, otherwise, are you, you in the me. well? Right. Where you put me? <laughs> <laughs> I searched over here, guys. She's not here. <laughs> We're good. <laughs> no, but I told him, like, you have to. Do, you have to be proactive in my search. One, get a lawyer. But two, talk to the police. Just have them there. You want a lawyer just to tell tell the police tell you want a lawyer there for all the legalities. Pretty because much. you are ignorant Have a lawyer to with my family and search for me, regardless if you're guilty yeah. or not. Don't yeah. look guilty, you dummy. This is, <laughs> this is stuff I talk to him about all the time. Like, oh if my you're going to kill me. I'm glad he doesn't listen to half the podcasts we do because. Oh, he does not. No, thank God. Because <laughs> I talk shit on him all day. <laughs> no, I know how to bury him. a body. I do. I watch like TikToks and it'll be like my wife. What I think my wife's doing and it's like his wife jamming yeah. out to music. Or right. Things and it sounds like music. She's behind him. And then, what is she really listening to? They cut the body into six. <laughs> <I know. laughs> it's so funny. Put it into the acid wash. It's like, yeah, and this is what my wife really listens to. <laughs> so, anyway, during both the interviews that Robert did, um, the police, he told them that Zuzu had dinner on the 11th. So, Zuzu was at his house at the right. night. He right. didn't admit about it. He said Zuzu got mad at him for one of his ex-girlfriends he then said she had left the apartment at around two or three in the morning on the 12th and he had not spoken to her since okay did she walk away or did she take a car well he said that she took her car okay well i wasn't sure yeah robert then claimed that he tried contacting her the next day when she didn't return his calls or texts he thought she needed space so he stopped trying to contact her Mm -hmm. he claims this is how he was thinking until Lori called him saying she got her from either now that sounds all correct it does you know and that is when robert became worried no <gasps> robert told the police that he's willing to help any way he could offer the police to search his car and house mm-hmm. so he offered his house and stuff up and they found nothing and this was this was just the first interview that was done on the right 14th. so there was like probably a surface so the surface first day search. she went the first day that they, she was reported missing is when he had the interview the yep. second interview happened the next day. And the, this is when the Texas Rangers became involved. So, yep. like, Walker, Texas Rangers. Oh. So, I can picture his um, Chuck Norris there. I like the new guy. <laughs> oh, is it? It's supposed to be his son, right? 
Um, you know, I watched a few episodes, but it was like I, I like I said, you that would be one that, that you is, watch right? for the it's winter. Jared Pilecki or something, right? Um, yeah, I've seen He's him in, in other Supernatural. things. That was oh, on okay. for a very long time. Yep, I've watched Gilmore that. Gilmore Girls. Uh, he was the boyfriend of the You youngest. used to love Gilmore Girls. I, I, wasn't I, a, I love this time. I know. I wasn't a fan. I love the name, Lorelai. I think it's pretty. I like that, too, but I didn't care for the so, show. So, uh, well, I, mean, I feel like it's like a kid, not kid show, but like a young, young stuff. adult. Yeah. Anyways. um, So, the second interview, they kind of were getting more poignant about the questions. They were like. Yep. A little more specific. Yeah. So it was clear that the police and rangers knew more about the night than what he said. Uh-huh. So they had talked to other people. Yeah, they were getting more probably details. Neighbors. Uh-huh. And what did they say? What did they say? What did they say? No, what did so, I'm not there yet. So they asked when he left his apartment, where his car was parked, when Zuzu left, and where her car was parked. So they're very specific about where. Yes, exactly. Cars okay. were parked. Had he made phone calls or sent messages? Okay. All right. With these questions, I think it finally clicked in his head, like, oh, that they know more. Yes. So he lawyered up and stopped talking. Which Didn't talk to the police again. Smart move when you're guilty. All right. The whole time that Robert has stopped talking, that did stop the police in the search for her. A $100,000 reward was offered at the beginning. They're all hoping she's still alive. Yeah. And we not all do. long after that, the reward was increased to $200,000. Um, Glenn Zuzu's father works at HEB. Central Market, which is like a grocery chain, I think, okay. down there. Okay, all right. And, and they, they doubled the reward. Right. $100,000 to help find her. Wow, wow. The company also told Glenn to stay there as long as he needed and to Can focus I on. I want to work for them. That's what I said. Like, that's really cool. So the family actually was able to relocate full-time to Alpine. Right, until and, they find her. Yeah, they stay, we're staying oh, in their okay. house. I don't put this in here, but they there's an interview with her Where parents. else are they going to stay? You might, you might as well. They were talking about, like, seeing stuff of hers like her shampoo and smelling it reminding him I'm like that's so, so sad. sad it's kind of like nathan going to his dad's yeah, house yeah 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 he just he says it still smells like it. He mm-hmm. like, uh, and every once in a while years to come you'll get, come across that odor so nathan has a cologne mm-hmm. smells like nana's see we're in the car and <laughs> i didn't know he had put it on and i'm like <clears throat> like nathan i keep getting like a whiff of nana i'm like i hope it doesn't sound weird he's like Oh, it doesn't at all. He's like, smells like arm. over. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, it smells like Nana. But it brings, like, even a little smell, it brings back, like, oh, yeah. all these good She used things. to like uh, white shoulders. White shoulders? Is that the name of it? Mm-hmm. White diamonds? The mm-hmm. Shoulders? Mm-hmm. Oh, did she get that juicy penny, probably? Um, she loved the penny. I don't know. I want to kind of say Avon, but I don't think it was. Ask Andy Robin. Oh, well. Maybe Daddy would make no. He might. Two weeks after Zuzu went missing, the police now upgraded Robert from person of interest to full-on suspect. There we go. Yeah. Not only was Robert moved to suspect, a few people were added to the person of interest list. And who might that be? Um, his family and his best friend, Chris Estrada. Really? Mm-hmm. They helped. Well, the police were keeping... I what- still want to know what, what was said right. by his well, neighbors. It's in here. What is that? What did they say? <laughs> Leading up to it. <laughs> Meaning. <laughs> right. <laughs> Hold on, ready? Where is it? Where is it? <laughs> <laughs> so the police were keeping, like, what they knew close. They okay. didn't, every time they had a press conference, they really did not yep. tell anything. 
there's a reason why these people became person of interest and why he was a suspect. They had stuff. They knew lots of stuff, but they really weren't. They they, they weren't need, telling. Yeah, and it's probably circumstantial evidence. So you find a body. Yeah. People used to believe no body, no crime, but I mean you can now. Yes, exactly. So they did complete the searches of his apartment and car. They did find stuff. Yeah. They're not telling anybody. Okay. But they didn't. And it, his car was clear, I think. So. There wasn't anything obvious in either place to lead them anywhere. What did start leading the police somewhere was an interview they had with Robert's neighbor. His name was John Franco. Always be nice to your neighbors. Well, John lives below Robert. (laughs) He told police that the walls are very thin in these apartments here quite a bit. Mm -hmm. So the night Zuzu went missing, John was able to give the police a timeline of what happened from what he could hear and see. Mm -hmm. Right? I know I hear a lot of noises downstairs. Yes, Kirsten says you sound like a tap dancing elephant. Me? I won't say. I, <laughs> what was it? What were you crying about? What, what was I yelling? Right. That's what I told Nathan. Six o'clock in the morning. If we ever, I was yelling. We have to move somewhere. I don't want neighbors because no. I don't need co- people coming and asking me what's going on when I'm yelling at you two. I know. Because nobody hears me until I yell. And get out the more you got to yell because you don't hear me when I said it six times before that. <laughs> you figured you had to. Hearing problem after that, but he does have a. I was sitting. They don't. On they are ignoring you. What is it called? A selective hearing. Uh huh. Yeah, that's his uh-huh. hearing problem. He's gonna have a real problem when I whack him. <laughs> I don't abuse my husband, people. I don't abuse. <laughs> She'd like to. <laughs> I wish I could. <laughs> so anyways, he said that before Zuzu showed up, he heard Robert playing music and like moving stuff around, maybe mm-hmm. cleaning. And then he said Zuzu showed up around 9 or 10, and they made dinner because he could smell the food cooking. Yep. I mean, that's how close. He also heard talking and laughing a little bit. And then around 11, he said it got quiet, but that didn't last because the next thing he heard was yelling. So they were fighting. And then he said he heard one last, like, shut the fuck up. And then it was quiet, like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. And then it was quiet. Quiet. No thump. Not yet. Okay. The next thing he heard was Robert pacing back and forth all around the house. Uh, so dead. around four in the morning, they heard a loud thump, which woke up John Franco's girlfriend thinking something was breaking into their house. Right. When he looked out the window, John saw Robert walking to his car, getting into his car and driving away alone. Jeez. John also told police that Zuzu's car was still parked in front of the apartment. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Who and then took that back? When John got up and left for work the next day, her car was still there in the same spot. He said this was odd because Zuzu typically left early in the morning. Right. He so also, they, they're still thinking strange, you know, yeah. but nothing too bad. He also told police over the next few days, Robert didn't stay at his apartment. So she's there. still up there? He also said that at some point her car got moved, and, but mm-hmm. he couldn't pinpoint exactly when. He said he went to work at one time. And it, was back, it was gone. It was gone, yeah. It doesn't. Uh, that doesn't seem suspect, I really. I mean, uh, clearly something's up. Uh, yeah, but it's still circumstantial. Well, if you remember, Robert told the police under, I mean, in, in that she left at 3 that o'clock. She, 3 a.m., but that doesn't seem to be the case. Well, I left so early in the morning, I didn't realize the car was still here. Right. But when Robert was in the second interview, the police talked to John after. Okay. I mean, before his second right. interview. So right. when they were asking him questions about where was, was her car. Yeah. Where was, they knew. Yeah. So he's lying knew. to their face. They knew. 
And that's they're asking you, the question, they probably know the answer. They were trying to poke holes in everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you're probably wondering why Chris, uh, his, another person became a person of interest. Exactly. Moving the car. So Robert's friend is himself mixed all in this. So they, he's they their big say. best friends. Right. Once they got Robert's phone records, it showed some other stuff happening around 3 a.m. besides a loud thump. He's calling. And yeah. Robert leaving. Yeah. Um, he tried to contact Chris multiple times, yeah. calling him. And then he tried to communicate. And they started communicating through Snapchat, which is like a messenger app, but it right. disappears. Yep. So nobody can see it. Are you uh, sure about that? It shows that they were communicating. I don't know if they have the messages. Yeah. A friend of Chris's who was hanging out with him at the time, he was getting these calls and messages, uh-huh. said that all of a sudden, after talking to Robert, Chris started acting strange. He was like pacing back and forth, seemed really upset. And when Chris, his friend, asked Chris what was wrong, he, or if he was okay, he's like, I'm fine. I didn't do anything. If they interview me, I have nothing to say. Um, Talk about suspicious. So did he, you know, at the end of it all, was it just he well, snapped? I'm not telling you that okay. I now. <laughs> I always read the last page. <laughs> um, so anyway. So, and remember I said his family is best just yes. now, too. Yes. Well, he talked to more people at 3, 4 so o'clock in the morning. So who else besides his, his sister friend? Jocelyn, he called her. So she knew, too? She, I don't know what she knew. Because they never... Ma! At the end. I'll tell okay. you what they knew. Okay. okay. But okay. she woke up her husband and said Robert needed to borrow his Ford F-150. Oh, Okay. He said, okay, gave her the keys, and there you Off go. Off she went, or Off. he picked it up? I'm assuming he picked it up. The police did search the Ford, but did not release what they found. I'll tell you later what they found. Okay. <laughs> Shut up and listen. <laughs> they reached out to the public, looking to see if anyone saw a white Ford Mustang in a gray Ford F-150 on the early mornings of October 12th. Mm-hmm. So they know these two cars. He, it, the Ford Mustang, sorry, is Chris's. Okay. And okay. the Ford F-150 is his, his sister's husband. Yep. So gotcha. The police knew a ton. Yep. They're just not telling everybody. They want to see this story. Although they Make didn't them say... Make the guiltier. Right. They didn't want to say why the cars are important. They just want to know who saw them and where. Although Robert didn't cooperate with the police, his best friend and fellow person on the police radar did. Ooh. Chris Estrada mm-hmm. went in for multiple interviews and took two polygraphs which came out as inconclusive. So he's not spilling his guts, obviously. He's not telling the truth because no. it's not, he didn't fail it, but the, they couldn't. Those lie detector tests, I don't know. I watched a second episode of mm-hmm. Sean's dad teaching him how to pass a polygraph <laughs> because they had Lassiter. He had he hooked up to a polygraph yep. and Lassiter asked him if he was psychic. Yeah. And he, and he was says able to yes. trick it. Yep. yep. I love that show. I do too. Um, I remember that episode. Do you? Yes, we I watched, watched them it. all. Yeah, we're rewatching them. Well, yeah. I'm rewatching them. Nathan is watching them with me for the first time. Um, anyways, he also did a six-part interview series with Crime Watch Daily in December of 2016. So he did an interview. Yep. With a news station. Okay. While he was a person of interest. All right. What an idiot. Well, all right. Well, he's so, trying to prove his innocence. The interview didn't go well. He did the interview, which I don't think was a good job because it did not go well at all. No. Crime Watch Daily, after his interview, was all said and done, brought in an interrogation expert to watch the videos and analyze his behavior. See? The gentleman is named Stan the Lie Guy Walters. 
he's an expert in the field of interrogation analysis. You can tell when people lie, certain cues. He, yeah, he goes around the country training police officers in the art of detecting deception. Yep. Yep. That's I feel like I've seen him on like a lie detector test show, maybe. Maybe. I don't believe in lie detector tests, but well, I do believe in people. Inadmissible in court. You can't use it, them. No, because they're not. It's like a tactic. It, yeah. You failed this now. Yeah, gotcha. no. Yeah. Like, no, my stomach's upset. I'm really tired. Right. Um, in Stan's finding, he said, quote, in my opinion, Chris is holding a lot of information that would be critical to this investigation, end quote. He said during the interview, he noticed that Chris demonstrated his contempt for the in- interview, contempt for the situation, and that, quote, you're beneath me, unquote. Ooh. Right? Stan said the first place he noticed this was came right at the beginning of the interview when asked if Chris was going to be honest. Chris smiles and says, deal. So Stan explains that you can see the movement in his face, how one cheek is higher on one side. Okay. And that kind of means like, yeah, really? Whatever. Kind of like, really? Whatever. Yeah. Like, this is stupid. Basically, you know. Stop talking to me and give me the deal. So the thing is, you think, oh, that's like a kid thing to do. They're 20. Mm -hmm. He's 28. Yeah. No. It is what Stan calls the contempt signal. Stan goes on to say that emotions are hardwired and they're very difficult to suppress. The hardest lie to accomplish is one about emotion. Basically, your face will say it all. Right. During the interview, Stan says that Chris is clearly mad and has contempt for the whole thing, even though his voice would say otherwise. Yeah. So hearing him, you think he could... It's more on a tone or whatever. Like, his voice shows that he... um, His voice shows one thing, his face says another. Yep. Like, people are like, you're mad about something. People are like, why are you mad? Be like, no. Well, tell it to your face. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) Stan says he doesn't believe that he was involved, but he's withholding information that can help. Yep. And this was before the end. Okay. So this is, happens in December. So, okay. February 3rd, 2017, a Border Patrol agent was patrolling a remote area of Brewster County when he came upon a human rename. Remains. <laughs> Remains. There we go. In a shallow grave. <laughs> <laughs> Near the body, he found um, plastic sheeting. Yep. A blue sock and some black fabric. Okay. The remains were sent away to get tested and an autopsy was conducted. And Clearly, I would not be telling you about a body I if, know, it if it wasn't her. The body of Zuzu Burke, and she was only 21 years old when mm. she died. The autopsy also showed there were no traumatic injuries on the skeleton. I cannot talk. Really? So was she there, poisoned? No. So there was nothing Strangled. on the bones. Yeah. Oh, maybe not strangled, like a pillow. But so, yeah, suffocated. You strangle, sometimes you break. Yeah, um, aorta. Holly, uh, I'm uh, no doctor. Yeah, I know so, what it is. Um, hi, hi. Hyoid. Hi, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your neck bone. Yeah, there we go. So there was nothing on the post to show how she died, but she was buried in an unmarked grave in the middle of nowhere. Somebody mm. had to put her there. Mm-hmm. So although there were no... But inter- who? That's mm-hmm. the question. Mm-hmm. The doctor who did the autopsy said there was possible neck or airway injury. So okay. Obstruction. Putting a sock in somebody's mouth. Right, right. There was also no sign of natural disease, so this was a homicide. Yeah. Robert Fabian and Chris Estrada was, were arrested and charged with second-degree felony evidence tampering by concealment of a corpse. Say that ten times fast. But not murder. Not yet. yet. The sheriff said there was evidence at the gravesite that led to these arrests. 
Okay. Blue uh, sock, black fabric, and plastic sheeting. Yep, plastic sheeting. After, uh, sorry, a week after Zuzu was found, over 700 people gathered mm-hmm. for a memorial service at uh, for Zuzu at the school. They had an outdoor amphitheater. So oh, they all gathered there. That's, yeah, plenty um, of people. This cow. outpouring of love from right. the community of Alpine helped the Burke family with the healing. I remember when Mike, Mikey Wilde died when I was mm-hmm. a sophomore. He was a freshman. The one on the mountain. Yeah. yeah who was skiing. Yeah. Uh, there were so many people that. It was all outside, wasn't it? In the well, stadium. He, no, it was um, at the funeral home, but the school bust kids there. Yeah. And uh, standing room. I mean, I was sitting with the family because I was friends with Heidi. You right. Heidi Stewart. I was right. a cousin. Yeah. I was sitting with all them. but It was every, Heidi. Heidi's cousin. Yeah. Everybody was um, standing. People were outside. I mean. Sad. Very I, sad. I think it was the first time being uh, an adult Having somebody even close to you, though, as far as age group. Yeah. I mean, yeah, uncle. I know, but not yeah. somebody in your age group. That's... Yeah, it was the first time being conscious of it, yeah. I guess. And of you death. remember it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's hard. Anyway, sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> the trials of Robert and Chris were supposed to happen in 2017, but it got delayed because the prosecution was compiling more evidence. And more to come. Yeah. Friday, April 20th, 2018, Chris Estrada pleads no contest, which has also caused... Called Nolo Contendere. <laughs> oh my god, I knew how to say it. I kept saying Nolo Contendere. Nope, we're just going to call it No Contest because I can't figure it out. <laughs> Basically, you want to try to figure it out? It's I don't know. Maybe. That word. Let's see it. It's uh, Nolo Contendere. Yeah. Probably. Nolo Contendere? Maybe. Contender? No it would help if it was all on one line. Oh, I'm sorry. It's hyphenated. <laughs> Basically, it means that Chris accepts the conviction but avoids a factual admission of guilt. Okay. No contest. No. Yeah. And what do they? What else do they call it when they take a deal, um, but are saying they didn't do it? It's but called an enough, al- so alpha it's called plea. an alpha plea. plea. The West Memphis Three did that. Okay, but that's not an alpha. Mm-hmm. All right. So the alpha is saying that they, they have evidence, they have evidence can, of conviction. Not, yeah, but they're not pleading guilty. Right. They don't admit guilt. Right. They got It's pleading guilty without admitting guilt because of the circumstances of the evidence that they have. Well, could be overwhelming that they could. evidence. Now, yes. that's, did you see that's getting reopened and stuff? What? The West Memphis 3 case? No. Those three boys. Basically, it was the satanic panic. They all wore black, blah, yeah. blah, blah. So they were in jail for a while, like 18 years. Yeah. They got out because they found out, like, they don't think they did it. Right, right. And they wanted to reopen the case, and the department was like, oh, we lost the evidence. I, okay, I always Their do. Their lawyer found it. And? They're going to start going through it's, it again. Yeah. They want it's okay. These three they're boys. Finding more, they're finding more and more. Yeah. 30 years well, like, for one guy. When we, you did the DNA test. I did it too. 23 mm-hmm. me and Mikhail just did it. You have to check off that you realize that your DNA could be used and yep. have at it. As Go long ahead. as it's not for governmental purposes. No, but 
find somebody, not murder somebody that mm-hmm. I'm related to. Go ahead. Go ahead. It's far enough away. <laughs> I got a bunch of new people I meant to tell you. Oh, I'll have to look on mine. Yeah. There's some people that are like third, so they'll be like your second. Mm-hmm. Anyways, everybody about our lives. Sorry. <laughs> so, we got to catch up every once in a while. And not that you don't live right next door or anything. <laughs> <laughs> this did mean, um, so he was doing that because he was going to testify at Robert's trial. Okay. So don't okay. have your friend help you do something. If and testify at my, you, right? exactly. Well, that's why you don't tell anybody. Then no shit. Jesus. Jiminy Cricket. Murder 101. How to mm-hmm. get away with murder. What that TV show? <laughs> <laughs> so this actually, he did have to go on trial. Mm-hmm. So he went on trial, but he was found guilty, but not sentenced. Robert. You're Chris. Talking about Chris. Chris. So okay. he did have a trial. During okay. Chris's trial, we find out there's surveillance footage, footage of Robert going into Dollar General store and buying yep. plastic Dick. top cross mm-hmm. with his best friend's credit card. This so he let him pay for it? With his credit card, yeah. Oh, my word. He drove him there in his car, which is a white Mustang. I used just, his credit card to buy say, plastic sheeting. I, I, don't, I don't know any of that. This went down I on just October 12th, 2016. He just used my car. Day, well, damn, footage. <laughs> Chris admits that he did drive Robert there and let him use his car. Yeah. Now we have Robert's trial. But before we get into that, we're going to take another break. We'll be right back. And we're back, everyone. Hello. It's a it's kind of a long one today. We're already at 42 minutes. Ooh, right? It's because we talk too much. It's fine. <laughs> they come here to hear me talk. <laughs> Passing the time. I feel like we haven't had a long case in a while, actually. No. No. So, um, I think this, ha- I have so much information because it's fresh. 2017, it's not that yeah. long ago. No, it's not. But even as fresh as it is, isn't it? weird, it's a weird case. The amount of people involved and stuff, mm-hmm. there's not much podcast-wise coverage. No, nothing on it. So that's kind of why. It's because, just, just because she was smart and such a good kid, they don't hit everyone. Yeah. I don't understand why but some stories get you, the most and she, others get you know, swept under the rug. She was a typical, I mean, she, Gabby mm-hmm. Petito, I mean, for Christ's sake. Mm-hmm. So even, let me, let's get into Robert's trial, I guess. Okay. Chris Estrada was the key witness in the trial. Yep. The trial started on April 30th, 2019. So, so three years? Basically, yeah. Yeah. During Chris's testimony, which happened on May 2nd, he told the court that Robert admitted to him that he choked Zuzu until she stopped breathing after an argument on October 11th, 2016. Hyoid. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> you got to not think about it. For uh-huh. Chris said he realized what Robert had done when he got to Robert's apartment on October 12th. So now he becomes an accessory to murder. Mm-hmm. But so, he's already been convicted, just hasn't been sentenced. Right. So Robert told Chris, the, the police knew this. They mm-hmm. knew everything. Mm-hmm. He eventually had to mm-hmm. tell them before he could. If yeah, you, but if you don't have enough to, if you don't have information, we're not going to let you make a deal kind of situation. Right, you know what I mean? right. So he's got to tell on him. Robert told Chris that, quote, she was too heavy to move himself and there was no one else he could ask, unquote. So Robert put Chris in there. He, you know what I mean? 
Which I hate to be gross, but this is why half why half of them cut them up. Exactly. But anywho, Chris, <laughs> right? Just left. Uh, yeah. Chris also said that Robert asked him about a dozen times to help him move the body. Chris told the court that Robert told him it was an accident. He attempted CPR, but it didn't work, and he didn't want to call nine one one because he didn't want to get in trouble. It's already done. Robert also told Chris that Zuzu was under the covers on the bed. When, so Chris came there the next day yeah. when he brought him to get the sheeting. She was under the covers? On his bed, but he couldn't confirm it because the bedroom door was shut. But, yeah, Robert told Chris that she was in there. He wouldn't move in that. He didn't want to move Chris her then? Chris did not touch the body ever. No. No, he said he wouldn't do it. Yeah, but he wouldn't say anything either. Yeah, that's the thing. Although Chris said he didn't yeah. help Robert move the body, he also didn't reach out to police because Robert asked him not to. Yeah, I mean, it is a tough call. She's already dead. No, what do you do? fuck you. All my friends, you come to me with a dead you. body, I'm telling on you. Period. I'm not going to jail for you. No, no I would never. Ever. I don't want to I, see it. I, I, have, I have too much stuff I can't bring us to jail. <laughs> uh, so, you were about the brother-in-law's truck? Yes. So there was evidence in the vacuum cleaner that Robert used to clean the brother's truck when he was done using it. Okay, they hair. Evidence, yeah. Evidence. Um, vacuum there, doesn't do it, guys. There was also, well, you don't clean out the back, stupid. No, but it's still any kind of yeah microscopic or whatever, just I felt, bring it to the dump I, and I, have shoot, it was I watching? I was watching an episode of something, See No Evil. Yeah. And, um. They searched the house and everything. They couldn't find anything. And then they found a little spot of blood. Yep. They checked the um, carpet cleaner. It's all right. Like, oh, yeah. through it. Stupid. Okay, get rid of the cleaning stuff apparatus. To clean up that and then leave the, the carpet leave it cleaner in the thing covered in blood. Stupid idiots. I think it's all cleaned up. Idiot. See, it just murder, disappears. Murderers are stupid. Yeah. That's why they murder. Because yeah. they can't handle That's why they get caught. Stupid. So... Uh, so he didn't, like I said, he didn't help him. Right. But he, there was also the plastic sheeting that right. matched what Robert bought at the general, at the Dollar General. Yep. Which was at Zuzu's grave and at his apartment. So what Same. Did he get a three-pack wrapper body mm-hmm. in it and then keep it at his apartment? Keep- well, he probably had to save it for his window. Oh, I was going to say his windows Texas. in the winter, but. <laughs> <laughs> no. So, so how did he, he was too heavy for her. I, and Chris didn't help him. I'm assuming he figured it out. So, boom, 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 right. boom, boom. It all led up to the fact that Robert killed Zuzu and buried her body in a child grave. He choked her on the purpose of killing her. Yeah. Like he did on purpose. Yeah. And took care of it any way he could. And he went to as many people as he could to help, it seems like, using other people's cars. And no, credit yeah, cards. but nobody says anything. That's what Which is the biggest killer. It makes me feel like he did this in it. They don't say it, and it never comes out that way, but it seems like he did that because, okay, the Ford Mustang's there and his credit card's there. Oh, is he going to try to throw it on Chris if Chris right. didn't throw it on right. him first? Right. Saying, oh, no, I didn't do it. Chris did it. Right. Or, no, that was my brother-in-law. Right. right. Yeah, his other truck. people's stuff. Yeah. To implicate well, he other probably people. couldn't move the body in it, in his vehicle. Right. You should have just put it in her car and drove the car to her house. Picturing, like, somebody hucking a body off of, like, a, like we did when we moved. No, like, throwing stuff off. When we do it on the move. No, me and Nikki moved out of our apartment in Colonial Pines of Portsmouth when we were throwing stuff over the balcony. Oh, yeah. 
into yeah. the back of a truck. Yeah. I just, my you think of that? Maybe. Throw in the body over there? Maybe. Just, if you feel like you get leverage, put it over the railing. Right. And over she goes. And then push her out of the... Oh, yeah, sorry, but they guys. have to they have to see it though. I mean, they have neighbors. They got to make sure nobody's home yeah. anywhere. Oh. Uh. Dun, dun, dun. So, like I said, I feel like he was trying to implicate more people than himself. Yeah. Like he was trying to get as many people in trouble yeah. with to go. Another person who came forward, yeah, was Roy Roman. He was an inmate in jail for theft and he was shared God, a cell with Robert. You can never trust an inmate. No shit. No shit. Don't but talk God. to people in your no. He testified that Robert told him that Zuzu found out that Robert and Chris had a sexual relationship and he was cheating on Zuzu with Chris. And she oh, wanted stop. she was gonna expose them. So Robert stop. told Roy he flew into a rage, killed her by choking her to death. Stop. So you would think if somebody's gonna come out of jail and testify, they're gonna get something. Nothing. He wanted nothing. He just wanted. He wanted nothing. He just so, wanted recognition. He wanted the truth. So the next time a nice big Myrtle try comes up, he or, they'll believe him I mean, and why? he'll ask for something. But it would kind of make. I mean, not maybe not. But why would Chris help him so much if they weren't together? Like I would help Nathan before I would help Whitney. Right. I. Right. Yeah, but why would she want to expose him just because to walk out of the relationship? Well, the people get crazy. If I, Nathan was cheating on me, I'd probably kill him, too. Come on. So it should have been the opposite. Shh, she should have killed him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, th- this is all for jokes, people. I would not kill my husband. No. No, she loves him. I'd uh, leave him. I think. If he cheated on me, you'd be gone. I don't I wouldn't waste my time. Are you no. kidding me? No. No. But he wouldn't. He's one and only. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so... Robert told Roy that he blames his rage for death and nothing else. And like I said, he just wanted the truth to come out. Right. But that's, I mean, it is in the record. It, he testified. He testified, he but it's still hearsay. It. Well, yeah. But he didn't, um, he didn't get anything away. Yeah. He was only in jail for theft. He was yeah. probably out before the trial. Even happened, you know what I mean? I can't. Unreal. Unreal people. So after five hours of deliberation... Robert Fabian was found guilty of murdering and tampering with evidence. Lifetime or in Texas, they have the death penalty. Well, he didn't. They? No. no. Robert received a life sentence for the murder plus 20 years for the tampering. So he'll serve yeah. he'll serve 40 years before the possibility of parole. Yeah. So, so in his 60s. Yeah. Oh, oof. Chris imagine, received, imagine coming out then. Yeah. We'll have flying jets and planes right. everywhere. <laughs> so uh, like the Golden State Killer. Mm-hmm. He got convicted when he was 71. Guy was half dead. So he fake. That was fake. You know how, did you ever watch part of the trial where he rolled in in a wheelchair? No. So he rolled in a wheelchair, pretended to be like this old man. Yeah. And then they showed footage of him in his jail cell, like jump, jumping up on his bed, crawling up on the sink to cover up the lights so it'd be dark in his room. Oh my God. Now I got to watch just, it. I got to Google this. Crap. Yeah. Like, just like Harvey Weinstein. Uh, yeah. That he, pervert. Sh- and Ghislaine Maxwell got... Um, I'm so old. Got my little walker. Doesn't mean you didn't titillate the young ladies. What a fucking perv. That's uh, so disgusting. Ghislaine Maxwell, she got convicted. I saw that. Thank God. Did you see Yeah, that? but do you... I mean, was she a victim? No. She was in love with him. Was she? I was going to say... I listened, listened to a thing about Somebody her. that freaking like, was... Like, it was like a six-part series on yeah. her. Yeah. Um, don't... Don't you? Yeah. She was a manipulator. Like, she was looking... Like, she, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what else? Fuck. I forgot. I was going to say something else. 
My brain. Don't. Smoke too much weed. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a weird. Oh, Chris got 10 years. 10 for years. For tampering. So he got like half. Well, he was lucky, but like you said. Right. In no way. So what do you think? No way. Weird. It's weird. Weird. And Sad. now that that comes out and you think about it, why would you do that? But if, if he did love him, he would have helped him. Big a point. You know, I think. I just, That's why I think it's just hearsay and the guy just wants to but, be. I mean, this guy kills her for literally nothing. Nothing. It's scary. Nothing. It's scary. So I think the crazy people out there. Could they say Never, most, never walk the streets alone. They, but they say most murders happen by people you know. I, I understand. Yeah. Like, they, I watched the first 48 and they stuff and mm-hmm. they say, um, Stranger murders are the hardest ones to solve because there's no ties. Right. Somebody just right. killing people for no reason. Unless they have, unless they have actual evidence. Yeah. Fingerprints and stuff like that. Yeah. But yeah. it's hard to convict, like not convict, but get evidence of somebody just going and shooting a random person and then walking away. Exactly. Yeah. Ugh, well, thank you all for listening this week. I hope everyone has a wonderful New Year's Eve. You know, stay safe and happy. Please stay safe on the roads because there are idiots mm-hmm. driving drunk. Ask so. your sister. Which one? Kirsten, the other night when we went for dinner. Oh, yeah, some guy almost hit her in the crossbow. She's walking in the crossbow and then yelled at her. I know. As he's going around the vehicle that stopped for them to cross in the crosswalk. People are idiots. Oh, I saw this today. Coming home after uh, work, a guy's... Well, trying to, like, we're merging into one lane. Yeah. The guy behind me is trying to come up on me. And then the guy behind him, too. And then they're beeping at me like I'm in the wrong. It's like, excuse me, just get in line, people. Take your time. Every Take every, your time. Uh, license plate was out of state. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, so nobody is... out of state is going to be listening anyways. But Well, they know they do. Freaking slow down. And, and every time I see a mass plate come up on my butt, I go the speed limit. She says that as she was not born in raised for years in Massachusetts. <laughs> I learned how to drive around here. Your father because did not. Oh, I, I do told not you. like driving with him. I have him on 360. I said, you better freaking slow down. He's an old man. When we get pulled over, he'll just be like, what? Yeah, no. <laughs> no, he's ha- he's had to go to school a few times. Don't let him fool you. <laughs> so many blessings over the new year to all my listeners. I want everyone uh, to remind everyone to please like and subscribe and follow all our social. Um, we are the Macabre Family Podcast on Facebook and TikTok. Macabre Family on Instagram. And you can also rate us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify now. Did you know that? Spotify, yes. Last you time rate. you could. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, so if I you did go know that. to the main... I forgot about that because I do have Spotify. ...podcast page, there's a little star thing. You hit it. Whatever you feel comfortable, Ooh. five stars would be great. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> Help uh, Rating actually helps us out getting people to see us more. Any questions, case ideas, or thoughts, please shoot us an email at macabfamilypod at gmail.com. Thank you again, everyone. We'll see you next week. Oh, wait. Yeah. I wanted to do a palate <laughs> cleanser. Like a a little, palate cleanser? Yeah, a little dad joke. Okay. So we just talked about gross murder. And yes. So I wanted to do a dad joke. Why is a koala not a bear? Mm, koala? I don't know. He doesn't have the qualifications. <laughs> You're so cool, yeah. <laughs> Your father's joke. Right.
right? <laughs> All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And as always, stay spooky. Bye. Bye.